trauma. It can have a profound impact on our physical and mental well-being, making it crucial for all of us to understand how to help those in need receive care, and as a provider, how to provide care as this is a sensitive subject and we need to be able to understand what the unique needs of survivors are. Because this topic touches on so many levels and touches so many people, unfortunately, from school shootings to workplace violence to racial trauma, and all of it very traumatic. In this episode of eHacker Health, I'm going to actually delve into more of the principles of traumatic informed care and emphasize the importance of creating a safe and supportive environment. And I'm going to specifically be talking about how uh, how trauma impacts women. However, you're likely to find that while I am talking more about uh, trauma-informed care and how it relates to women's health care, that you'll likely find some of this information to be relatable. We'll also be discussing strategies for addressing trauma-informed symptoms in women's health and discuss some community and digital resources available for survivors of trauma. So sit back, relax, and join us for Unpacking Trauma in Informed Care. Welcome to eHacker Health, the podcast providing digital and community resources to help women optimize their health. I'm your host, Dr. Kat Andrews. right into looking at kind of what is involved with trauma-informed care. So trauma-informed care is an approach to healthcare that recognizes the impact on tr- of trauma on an individual's physical and mental health. It involves creating a safe and supportive environment for the patient where healthcare providers are trained to understand the effects of trauma and respond in a way that promotes healing and recovery. Trauma-informed care is particularly important in women's health as women are more likely to experience trauma throughout their lives, such as sexual assault, domestic violence, and childhood abuse. These experiences can have long-lasting effects on women's health, including increased risk for chronic diseases, mental disorder, and substance abuse. So by implementing trauma-informed care in women's health, healthcare providers can help mitigate these negative effects of trauma and improve the overall health outcomes for women. Now, trauma is a perverse issue, unfortunately, that affects women's health in a multitude of ways. The prevalence of trauma in women's lives is really staggering, with studies showing that upwards of 70% of women have experienced some form of trauma in their lives. So if you are in a classroom or in a workspace with women and there are 10 women in the room, the chances are seven out of those 10 women have some story about some trauma that is real that they've experienced in their lives. And the types of trauma experienced by women can vary widely from physical and sexual abuse to emotional and psychological trauma. 
The impact of trauma on women's health can be profound, leading to a range of physical and mental health issues. This can include things such as chronic pain, depression, and anxiety, as well as post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. It can also manifest itself as anger or mood swings and agitation, particularly if the uh, trauma or triggering effects are still present. Trauma can also have a significant impact on reproductive health, including menstrual irregularities, infertility, and complications during pregnancy and childbirth. So understanding the prevalence and impact of trauma on women's health is crucial for healthcare providers to provide appropriate care and support for those who have experienced trauma. It's also important to recognize the unique challenges faced by individuals who've experienced trauma uh, and provide trauma-informed care that is sensitive to their needs. So let's look at the principles. Because trauma-informed care recognizes the prevalence of trauma in the patient's life, it seeks to create a safe and supportive environment for healing. So the principles of trauma-informed care in women's health include safety and trustworthiness, which means creating an environment when patients feel physically and emotionally safe and can trust their providers. Choice and control are also essential as patients who have experienced trauma may feel disempowered and need to be able to make decisions about their care. Collaboration and mutuality involve working with patients as a partner in their care rather than imposing treatment plans on them. And then finally, there's empowerment, voice, and choice, which are critical components of trauma-informed care in women's health as they allow patients or the woman to take an active role in her healing process and regain a sense of agency over her life. So by incorporating these principles into a practice, healthcare providers can help women who have experienced trauma feel supported, validated, and empowered to take back their lives and well-being. So implementing trauma-informed care in a women's healthcare setting requires more of a comprehensive approach, and that involves several key components. One of the first steps is to screen patients for a history of trauma, which can help identify those who may be at risk for experiencing trauma-related symptoms or difficulty. Now, as a woman, I know now that I have more information about this, but I've kind of been aware, and you may have gotten this as well um, as a woman. Um, And I'd be interested to know, too, if men have actually had the screening, but I know for sure that women have had it, and I believe veterans kind of get a screening as well. But I know I've been pre-screened at various medical appointments, sometimes at my OBGYN or my general checkup or even at my neurologist's office. And you can get asked a question and it'll usually be something specific like, is there anything in your history that makes seeing me or having a physical exam difficult, right? That may be one way that the provider asks, and it's a very specific way of asking. Another one is, is there anyone in your life that is causing you harm or making you feel fearful? Maybe another question that could be asked. And this is done to, again, screen and see who may be having or may be at risk for experiencing trauma-related symptoms or difficulties. 
Creating a safe and supportive environment is critical as it can help patients feel more comfortable and secure during a visit. This can involve things like providing a private room, offering a space and a place where people can make a private phone call, offering emotional support, and ensuring that staff are trained to handle sensitive issues with compassion and empathy. In addition to these kind of basic steps, providing trauma-specific interventions and treatment is also important. This may involve offering counseling or therapy services that are tailored to the unique needs of trauma survivors, as well as providing access to medications or other treatments that can help manage symptoms like anxiety, depression, and PTSD. Also, you can think about this too when it comes to things like PTSD, there's the night terrors or the insomnia, those would also be symptoms. And then finally, there's training staff on trauma-informed practices. This is essential for ensuring that all patients receive the highest quality of care possible. And this can involve providing education on the effects of trauma, as well as offering training on how to communicate effectively with patients who have experienced trauma. So by implementing these strategies, particularly in a women's healthcare setting, um, it can create a more supportive and healing environment for all patients, regardless of their history of trauma. So here, I'm going to do kind of a a case study on how trauma-informed care or what it looks like in a women's healthcare setting. So I'll give two examples. Right. And the first one will be kind of in a clinic. I'll just call it women's healthcare clinic, very generic. And they provide trauma specific therapy for survivors of sexual assault. And then a hospital, we'll just call Women's General Hospital, screens all patients for trauma history and provides support during medical procedures. So, with the first one, with the Women's Healing Clinic, they provide trauma specific therapy for survivors of sexual assault. They recognize that survivors may have unique needs when it comes to therapy. This clinic offers a safe and supportive environment where survivors can receive specialized care from therapists who are trained in a trauma-focused therapy. This type of therapy helps survivors process their experience and develop coping skills to manage symptoms um, that they may experience, such as the anxiety, the depression, and uh, those associated with PTSD. So that's what the Women's Healing Clinic does. Now, if we were to look at the hospital, Women's uh, General Hospital, what they do is they screen all patients for trauma history and provide support during medical procedures as it recognizes that medical procedures can be triggering for survivors of trauma. Because hospitals, because this hospital screens all of its patients for trauma history, they can then provide support such as calming techniques, distraction techniques, and medication to help manage anxiety during medical procedures. The Women's General Clinic or General Hospital, I should say, also has trained their staff who can provide emotional support and referrals to resources such as counseling. Now, these are just two examples of what the what a clinic and what a hospital would look like if they were implementing trauma-informed care. Now, having heard this, as a woman, as a parent, as a partner, um, would you be comfortable, right, going to either one of these clinics knowing that you would be cared for 
or your family member would be cared for if they happen to experience some type of trauma, whether it was a sexual assault or racial trauma or even a workplace trauma. The chances are likely that, yes, you would like this, right? Because just by recognizing the impact of trauma on physical and mental health, these healthcare providers or these facilities in these two examples, right, can offer specialized care that meets the unique needs of survivors um, of trauma. And it can be a safe place for getting health care and for healing. Now, as wonderful as these two places sound, right, unfortunately, we don't have this across our healthcare system, particularly in the U.S., or I would probably say in the Western world, right? So let's address some of the challenges because trauma-informed care in our healthcare system, but specifically within women's health, faces several challenges and future direction. So one of the significant challenges is the stigma surrounding mental health and trauma, which can prevent women from seeking help and actually receiving appropriate care. Another challenge is the lack of resources and funding for trauma-informed care, which can limit access to care for women who really need it. Now, I've talked about this before, but it always bears repeating that women's health overall is underfunded and under-researched. And this is for a few reasons. But one, women's health issues have historically been marginalized or ignored due to gender bias in medicine and research. Women's health concerns, especially those related to reproductive health, um, are often dismissed or not even given the adequate attention. Two, Certain women's health issues, again, namely reproductive health, have often been surrounded by stigma and taboos or even just, you know, lies. And it makes it challenging to openly discuss and research them. This can uh, result in limited funding and research opportunities. And then three, funding allocations for research is often influenced by public health priorities and by government uh, which can also be heavily biased. Historically, women's health concerns have been overshadowed by other prevalent health issues or just not prioritized due to whatever the social or cultural or even political factors are. So to address these challenges, there is a need to increase public awareness and advocacy for mental health and trauma-informed care for everyone. Additionally, there's a need for more research on the effectiveness in trauma-informed care in women's health settings. This research can help identify best practices and inform the development of evidence-based interventions that can improve outcomes for women who have experienced trauma. It's also essential to integrate trauma-informed care into medical education, right, while people are still in school and training programs to ensure that future healthcare providers have knowledge and skills necessary to provide effective care to women, but actually to men and to children as well, who have experienced trauma. Overall, addressing these challenges in future directions will require a collaborative, a collaborative effort from healthcare providers, policymakers, researchers, advocates, basically the public, to ensure that trauma-informed care is effective, it is accessible, and it is integrated into women's healthcare settings. So with all that, let's actually look at what are some of the supports that are currently available. And I'll start with kind of community supports, uh, either for survivors of trauma or for those who want to learn more about trauma-informed care. 
Now, the first one I'll go over is RAIN, which is an acronym for Rape, Abuse, uh, Incest National Network. RAIN is the nation's largest anti-sexual assault organization and the leading authority on sexual violence. They operate the National Sexual Assault Hotline and carry out programs that look at uh, that look to prevent sexual assault that actually help victims and ensure that rapists are brought to justice. They're really a dynamic organization comprised of experts in victim services, public education, public policy, consulting technology. They are a huge organization. And their goal is really to fight to improve public policy as well as the criminal justice response to sexual assault, as well as provide services to survivors and then inform and educate um, the nation, basically anyone who wants to know about sexual violence. They have a ton of information on things like grooming behavior, which we've heard, you know, in the news um, related to different groups, right? But grooming behavior from predators is a real thing, right? And so knowing factually what that is, you can find out from the RAIN website. Uh, there's various types of essay or, or sexual assault. You can also look up the laws in your state and learn, which I think is really important, learn how to help if you are a bystander. The next is the National Center for Trauma-Informed Care. This site was developed uh, and maintained by the Center for Healthcare Strategies, and you can learn more about trauma-informed care. You can find lots of resources. And as a healthcare or mental health provider, you can actually learn how to become a trauma-informed provider. And then the next one that I have for you is the Center for Trauma and Embodiment at the Justice Resource Institute. Now, this was formerly known as the, the Trauma Center, but the Center for Trauma and Embodiment at JRI, or the Justice Resource Institute, is dedicated to creating what they call a body-first model of care for survivors of complex trauma. They recognize that uh, trauma is both interpersonal and systemic, and that quality care models require attention to both. They focus on research as well as treatment and training related to uh, the different types of trauma, complex trauma, and PTSD. Their website, again, provides tons of resources and information related to uh, trauma-informed care and its approaches. And I will have all of these links in the show notes, so you can just click and go and learn everything. Now, in the past, I've talked about several of these digital uh, resources, right? Mental health apps and services, but trauma is such a specific uh, type of thing and and I think it deserves kind of really its own uh, topic when it comes to digital services. And so what I did was I went and looked at several of them and I really like the list I think that Very Well Health recommends. So based on their research, these are the three that I kind of pulled up um, that are kind of really all related to uh, mental health. But actually in the show notes, you'll see I, I kind of put several different things back in there related to kind of like uh, calming apps, like the Calm app, of course. But with regards to uh, services, digital services, I have three. The first one being the Pathlight Behavioral Center. 
They offer telehealth, in-person services, intensive and inpatient care for a variety of mental health issues, but this includes specifically trauma-related disorders and other mental health issues that can be related to trauma. And it's said that they have, that their commitment to trauma-related or trauma-informed treatment and its availability to offer kind of varying levels of care is really what makes them stand out as a resource for trauma survivors. Um, So they are, again, that's the Pathlight Behavioral Center. For those who are dealing with PTSD, there is Life Stance, and they offer trauma-informed care with a variety of evidence-based treatment for uh, many mental health conditions. Several of its providers specialize in care for complex trauma as well as complex PTSD. Um, so this is a great one as well for those who have experienced long-term trauma. This is a, a good one for those who've experienced very violent, I think, situations such as um, school shootings. If you are a veteran and you have, you know, um, service-connected PTSD, this would be a really good one. So clients have the option of telehealth or in-person sessions in your state if they are available. And then there is increased accessibility based on individual needs. And then lastly, there's Teladoc. And with Teladoc, you can access a doctor, a therapist, or even a medical expert with them. Um, And that's what I think is pretty unique about them. So in addition to being kind of an in-network with more than like 60 insurance plans, they actually also work with several Medicare and Medicaid plans, which is really great. So for those who um, have limited income, they would still be able to kind of use this provider. Um, Now, likely you'll have to contact your insurance provider to perform coverage or at least contact Teladoc, but it looks like they really accept most um, coverage options, which makes them pretty accessible. And many of their therapists specialize lies in treating trauma and trauma-related disorders. Um, All three of them actually work with various age groups. So they work with teens, they work with couples, they work with men, women. They're pretty much all groups. They do group therapy, individual therapy. Um, And so that's why I picked these three, because they're pretty diverse in what they offer, but it's all trauma-related, right? So let's recap what we've kind of gone through, right? So in in concluding this and it is that it is evident right that trauma-informed care practices are crucial for addressing healthcare needs for everyone but specifically the healthcare needs of women who have experienced trauma the key points that we have really gone over right are kind of looking at the prevalence um, of trauma on women, the impact of trauma that it has on our health outcomes, and the importance of trauma-informed practices when we're promoting health and recovery. Healthcare providers must recognize the signs of trauma and create a safe and supportive environment for their patients. Um, they must also kind of adapt to trauma-informed care practices, such as, you know, screening for trauma, providing educational coping skills, and offering referrals to specialized services when it is necessary. I think it's imperative that healthcare providers prioritize the implementation of trauma-informed care practices to ensure that women and anyone else who has uh, experienced trauma receive the best possible care. So with that, you know, I think it's imperative that we all 
call upon our healthcare providers to kind of take action and integrate trauma-informed care into their practices. Um, and that's specifically that they have informed care practices that can address the needs of women. And by doing this together, we can create a healthcare system that is responsive to the needs of women who have experienced trauma and promote healing and recovery for all. So I hope today has been really informative for you. I know it's a heavy topic, but I feel like it's one that is pretty um, important for us to talk about. Um, I, I try to kind of go into everything and I feel like this is a really good way to at least just unpack and start really the discussion around trauma-informed care. But I'd really love to know what you think. Um, how Did this give you a better understanding? And um, if you have any suggestions for a topic that is kind of burning within you that I may not have discussed yet, please go ahead, feel free to email me or you can shoot on over. I'm on TikTok, but I'm also on Instagram. So if you don't want to email, if you want to DM me, feel free to do that at Dr. Kat Andrews. I'm pretty easy to find. So other than that, please take care and have a wonderful day. Bye.